This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Down the two of us singing the song, <laughs> Smalls is out. Heard he brocking all night long, Sunday nights. By the way, you know, we need to spend a minute here. Usher, set list, can we discuss what has to be on there? Yeah. Okay. Good, good? Maybe. Mm. I like I like Bad Habit. That's a pretty good one. That's one of his newer ones. I would think My Way has to be My on Way there. has to be on Shout there. Shout out to the early albums. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think Confessions might be too slow. Oh, I don't know. I, and I, so I love though. it, though. Like, Part two. Yeah. Yeah has to be on there, right? Yeah, I think yeah. that's the last, yeah. the last song. Yeah, oh, my God. Uh, 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 that one? Yeah, that's That's like there. a party kind of one, I uh, would think. That's so probably on there, though. Usher's great songs don't necessarily lend itself to the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, exactly. I've been revisiting the catalog. Nice and slow. Amazing. Don't yeah, think that's going to make the cut. Don't think that's going to make You it. make me wanna? That one? That's an early yeah. one for him from Maybe my Maybe he opens with that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. You remind me. I don't. Now like, you're downselling this because I was already, and now you're. Now you're. I, no, I'm just trying to point. think of the up tempo songs that Usher has. He has one are, with David Guetta that I love. That I forgot the name of it. That's a great like up tempo one as well. Um, yeah. Burn is so good, but I don't think that'll make that's it. That's too slow. Can't, but it's so good. What if he takes his slow ones, changes it up, makes it a little faster? Are we going to be down on that? Because that's no. like not the real version of the song. He's been finally tuning this because he's had a Vegas residency. He's in his bag when it comes to performing right now. I think he's going to crush it. Yeah. Did I ask you about Love, love in this, in this club? club? Yeah, that's, that's the one. That's that's one. Oh, that's that has, be, to, be that has yeah. to be on there. And who are we saying guest appearance? Anybody? I mean, he doesn't have to. I, I wish it was ludicrous. Oh, you don't have to call is probably on there. Oh, yeah. You don't have to call. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty what about simple. Bieber? I mean, he's the one the who beach. found Bieber. That'd be amazing. I'm a believer. Yeah. He brings out Bieber. That'd be huge. CC and I are on board with the idea of him singing part of a Taylor Swift song. Now, we did get a tweet earlier at Unsports ESPN, which is a good point, that... Um, Usher was manager, is managed, has a connection to Scooter Braun, who and he and Taylor Swift are not necessarily on the same page. I wonder about that. We have to think about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some rivalries there oh, going on. D- so, DJ got us falling in love. That'll be That's a good one, yeah. All right, so we got some of the set list there from Usher. All right, let's We t- think. We, we think. We think. We may we have gotten think. it all wrong. <laughs> We, we may play this back on Monday. Not one Not song. Not one of them songs was used. So that just shows you how, how long Usher been in the game, though. I, to have that extensive of a catalog is I got to be honest. No. I was ready to sit here and say, I think he's going to have one of the better halftime shows that we've ever seen. No and doubt. Small, but now Smalls has gone the other way. Oh, no, 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 no. We're talking about the songs, and we're wondering whether or not it fits what the NFL is doing. Yeah. But make no mistake about it. Usher knows how to put on a damn show. Yeah, I think he's going to be great. He's a great dancer. Phenomenal. He's got the stage presence. Like, yeah, there ain't no too many question. that that can put together a better performance than Usher can. I'm in on that. I'm Usher, in on that. baby. That's why I hope Ludacris is there. Yeah, right? Ludacris yeah. coming out there? Yeah. That'd be like, amazing. That would be dope. That would be dope. I heard some rumblings. Oh, uh, Missouri true. streets are talking. Listen, the streets have been talking. <laughs> and I heard maybe, should I say it? What do you Go mean? Go say it. I heard maybe people are speculating uh-huh. Mary J. Blige. That'd be awesome. That would be nice. That would be nice. Cannot confirm. Just telling you what the streets are She did the said. Super Bowl a couple of years ago, right? With the Rams and the Bengals. She was out there with, with Dr. Dre and them. She was, was she? Yeah. I think she was there. Okay. Yeah, she was out was there she? performing. Then maybe yeah. she won't be there again. Yeah. I don't know. She had the knee-high boots on. Somebody I don't just told me. You don't, need, told me. you don't need an excuse to bring her back again. Even if no. somebody... It's Mary J. No, She's right? iconic. So now let me ask you this question. Now, if... if if Travis and the Chiefs win, yeah. and he proposes to Taylor Swift. Like on the field. On the field, okay. after the game. Uh-huh. Does Usher then have to perform at the wedding? 
I think he might for free <laughs> with the publicity right, that you get for doing it. might rival what he gets for the good, Super Bowl. Good luck to Might Maybe. Just put it out there. Okay. All right. I'm looking here very quickly. So Billboard did the top 50 Usher songs of all time mm-hmm. um, like two days ago leading into the Super Bowl. So based on that logic, I'll just read some of them in terms of like the ones you would think have to be in there. You Got It Bad. They have Confessions Part 2, We All Said We Love. So good. Uh, you Don't Have to Call. Yeah is the obvious one with, with Luda and Lil Jon. I Don't Mind. With Juicy J. You Make Me Wanna. You Remind Me. Um, superstar. All right. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's Lovers and Friends. We didn't bring up that. Lovers and Friends. That will be a good one. You said, so good. like you said, with Ludacris. That's why I want him to yeah, be there because yeah, I specifically want that there's song. There's a couple of Usher Bops that Luda is Usher. featured in. Usher, babe. All right. That'd um, be great. It's been phenomenal. Matchup. It's be a great show. We think about, actually, before we get to matchup, if I told you there's going to be a blowout in the Super Bowl, who's going to blow the other team out? Chiefs blow out the 49ers. Agreed. I would have gone the other way, but okay. All right. Um, Chiefs are, never, Chiefs are never out of it. And how often do the Chiefs get blown out? Like, when, like when, when's the last time we've seen the Chiefs get the doors blown yeah, off? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, when, like I'm, just, I'm just asking. When's the last time I'm, we've seen I'm that? I'm looking here. Yeah, and look at the way that they've won leading up to this in the playoffs, and San Francisco has not been as so dominant. So their version of a blowout is different than other teams' versions of a blowout. They lost the Broncos on the road this year 24-9. That's probably the closest thing to a blowout that we have seen from them. Right, twenty four nine for them is a blowout. I'm I'm looking back to other years here. Now you're right. I don't. They, they don't get blown out. <laughs> their losses last year were by three points at Cincinnati. This is a regular season, obviously. Mm-hmm. Four points against Buffalo and three points at Indy. Jeez, you're not only right. You're like as right as you've ever been they in your do, life. They on don't this. get blown out. Oh my. Okay, I got it. The last time you would look at, at Kansas City and say that they were like truly blown out. In Buffalo? No. Tennessee, regular season, October 24th, 2021, they lose 27-3. No, they, lo- they lost. Uh, yeah, I guess that would be cool. That would be true. When was the Tennessee. last? What were you looking at? The I last was look- time. I was looking at the Buffalo loss. 38-20 to 20 in Buffalo, 2021, week five. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, yeah, so they had two that year. Yeah. So, all right, that makes sense. All right, now, so match we got, up. we got to go two years back. To two years they, back. Been a minute. So, basically, minute. since they, they have not been even – they have not come close to getting blown out since we would look at their defense and say that unit is as good or better than the offense. They're, they're going to blow it out. So, if it's going to be a one-sided Fair. game, it's Kansas City win. Fair. All right, matchup you're most looking forward to on Sunday is what? Wide receivers versus the cornerback. So, the Chiefs DBs – against the wide receivers for the San Francisco 49ers, specifically LeJarrius Sneed and Trent McDuffie against Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. Now, we know that the San Francisco offense, their passing game is predicated on run-after-catch opportunities. This is a big yak team. They led the league in average yards after catch or yards after catch per reception. So that's going to be the big challenge for Steve Spagnuolo. You know he's going to heat up Brock Purdy. They're going to send five and six rushers because they have the seventh highest blitz rate of any team in football, and that's only going to go up now that they're down pass rusher Charles Omeno, who, who tore his ACL in the conference championship game against the Ravens. So if that's the case, then you're talking about a lot of one-on-one coverage with those cornerbacks against the 49ers wide receivers and the, the DBs from the Chiefs, their ability to be able to tackle guys as soon as they make the catch and not let them have explosives due to run after catch yardage, I think is going to be critical 
in order to determine the outcome of the game. So I think that's where the game is going to be won or lost for both teams. Yards after catch opportunities for the 49ers wide receivers. I just saw Christine Lacey, by the way, walk by with an enormous tray. Oh, you shouldn't have told us that. Now I'm going to be distracted. (laughs) Am I right on that, Pat? Did I just see that correctly? Yeah, huge. Sorry to interrupt on that, but I mean, that's a distracting one. That's that's worthy of interruption. Worthy. That warrants the interruption. Okay. That's that's a breaking news bulletin right there. We're ready to go. Yeah, we're ready to go. Lisey treats. Uh, Smalls, your matchup. I am looking for the Kansas City Chiefs offensive skill position players, specifically the wide receivers. Will the real wide receivers please stand up? Mm. Are they going to be what we saw in the regular season where they led the league in drops or what we've seen in the postseason? That unbelievable catch we saw from MVS in the AFC Championship game, during the regular season, that would have been a guaranteed drop, right? Yeah, he dropped a couple of them that cost him a game. He dropped the one against the Green Bay Packers. He dropped the one against the Philadelphia Eagles. So, yeah. And when I think about the two teams, that's where the greatest disparity is for me. I mean, obviously, quarterback, you could argue. But I just think San Francisco is so stacked on offensive skill position players. Kansas City has been a deficiency for them this season. They didn't have a 1,000-yard rusher or receiver to get to this point. So I'm wondering if they regress in that area, if the carriage turns into a pumpkin, so to speak, can Patrick Mahomes overcome it? It is odd to have roster decisions this late in the game, but I actually think, CeCe, the, the Chiefs have some roster decisions here that they're going to have to make. Sky Moore, former second-round pick, has been activated off of the IR. That doesn't mean he's active for the game. And Kadarius Tony claims he's healthy. <laughs> I don't know that that matters. What do you do in that spot with both those guys before I give you my matchup? Oh, I'm not putting Kadarius Tony anywhere near the field. Like he's going to be a street clothes on the sideline. I'm cool. With, I'm cool on him. Now, as far as Sky Moore, at some point he's going to have to find a way to contribute, and this might be the spot where he could be the most unlikeliest of heroes. He made a big play in the Super Bowl last year, so we'll see if he can circle back and do it again in this spot. But you got to think that the 49ers defense is going to take away Travis Kelsey first and foremost. Rishi Rice will be on their radar as well because of how productive he's been in the postseason. So you're going to need an unsung hero to step up. And I don't know who that is, but it's clear that it's going to have to be somebody in that receiving core or somebody in that tight end room not named Travis Kelsey because you always have to have those players make plays in games like this. So – it doesn't scare you that Sky Moore has not played football since December 10th? No, I mean, think about it. The biggest catch for the Giants in Super Bowl 42 was David Tyree. Yeah. Who had that on the board? Mm. Or think about right. it. In the Super Bowl that I won, it was a Cruz Knicks game. And that's not us. That was Bill Belichick on the sideline saying, This is a Cruz Knicks game. Who made the biggest catch? Mario, Mario Manningham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So again, it always happens in the Super Bowl. And it was you have to, Tony last year. You have anyways. to have yeah. those guys make those plays. And yeah. so the Kansas City Chiefs are going to need somebody to step up. We don't know who that is, but Smalls, to your point about what we saw in the regular season from all of the receivers, it is concerning to think that in a consequential moment, you'll have the game decided by somebody not named Travis Kelsey being on the other end of one of those Patrick Mahomes passes. Mm -hmm. I agree with everything you're saying about Tony. I just want to point this out, okay? And I don't think the Chiefs are going to look at it this way, but last year in the Super Bowl, one catch, five yards, and a touchdown, two punt returns, 77 yards, had a huge punt return to set up a score that was a massive moment in that game last year. I don't think Kansas City can look at it and say, well, he was good in the Super Bowl last year, so we assume he's going to be good in the Super Bowl this year because the guy's been a disaster. My matchup that I'm looking forward to is Kyle Shanahan against situational football late. We know that this is a guy that had a lead in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago with Kansas. Excuse me, against Kansas City for San Francisco. We know he was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons against the Patriots. 28-3 game. 
I just want to see how he handles situational football, specifically with a lead late in the game. That's the matchup. I know that's not against another person, but that is the Kyle matchup. Shanahan versus Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. It's it's who will prevail. It's the Kyle mirror. Shanahan versus the game of it's, football. Yeah. It's the mirror, basically. Damn. Coming up, one of our great advertising partners, Joe Fortenbaugh, <laughs> will join us next. It's on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are a very advertising partner friendly show here at Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. So we bring in one of our advertising partners, Joe Fortenbaugh, who also, <laughs> by the way, noon until 3 Eastern time in ESPN Bed. You are sponsoring Pat Costello, our producer. Genius. I mean, it's really a genius move. It was Carlin's. I had nothing to do with it. That it's kind so of stings smart. me a that little bit. You. A little bit. Because it's such it's a good bit. So brilliant. I'm like, I can take no credit for this. <laughs> you a, look fantastic, Pat. It's a great show. A hell of a brand <laughs> I got ambassador. The, the trophy that we won for the uh, wow. ESPN Radio Pick'em oh, Challenge. Wow. We did it. Guys. We won. We did it. We won. Noon, two, three. Noon, two, three. <laughs> it's hard to make those jokes because we're getting blown out in this little playoff one right now. I mean, I took a complete bath in the uh, championship game, which, by the way, mm. I don't know if anyone's yeah, responsible like for this. You're like the Dallas Cowboys of the, the playoff challenge. Yeah. yeah Dallas Cowboys. You're, like Dal- yeah. you're like the Dallas Cowboys. Great I hadn't thought season. of it like that. Great regular season. Spit the bit in the postseason. The Lamar Jackson of yeah. the playoff challenge. Yeah, there's a lot of analysis. Wow. Which, by the way, Since did that so- after he got an MVP? Yeah, come on. Hey, can I ask Today? you a question, Joe? Go ahead. Who was the one guy that voted against Lamar Jackson winning MVP? Is that how it ended up? I feel yeah, like it, it, it's Hembo and uh, under an alias as being the one person That's who to vote for Josh Allen and not Lamar Jackson. What, Forty-nine what? out of the fifty votes. Really? Let me ask this about that. Was his season that great, or? Were we in a situation where the competition wasn't as great? I, he, he, I, think, I don't want to take I, away from him. I you think just it's, did. I you think look it, at the. I know, I know. That's yeah. like the whole no disrespect, but yeah. Um, his previous MVP run, you look at those numbers. They're insane numbers. Yeah. This year, he had a very, very good season. But that's irrelevant. You but, like, can't compare him, but you can't compare him historically to himself because he's only against the guys this year. I but I guess my whole point, though, is, Joe, I, I get it if you want to vote for somebody else, but Josh Allen, who set a career high in turnovers? That was the that, vote with Josh was Allen? The, the vote for was for yeah, Josh Allen? It's tough to make that case. It's really tough, especially when they had a great run at the end of the season. Feels like a little recency bias. Take the big picture into account. Baltimore is very good all the way up to the closing of the voting. Yes. Buffalo had some very, very problematic spots. Yeah. And if Miami doesn't donk away the end of the season and let them go on to win the division, you can't make that vote. You can't go yeah. for a guy who got a wild card spot. 100%. All right, Joe, is there a bet 
or a way that people are leaning here that drives you nuts for the Super Bowl? Where you're like, I don't understand. I can't prepare. Oh, I can't. Small wait. I got all types of wig wigs. You got a route concert. I know. I like this. We're fellow handwritten notes guys. We're out of these too. These notepads. This this jams me up because this this part of the company, the little supply closet. Out of these, they have the really long ones. Uh, no, no. They don't fit in the backpack. You the can't right do way. the long ones. Mm. No, you got to do the notebook nerd. Yeah, you pen gotta... nerd too. I think we, I think we use the same type of yeah. Pilot G two. This is a little dangerous. Oh seven. Right here. Two total nerds. <laughs> I always break off the thing, so I can't tell you. I always. Oh my really? Thumb. Yeah, I flick. Why? It. This is terrible radio. I don't think anyone cares about this because I'm always sitting there <laughs> like this. I got a yeah, We got the same to, thing. I got a talking to yesterday. Stop fidgeting. Stop fidgeting? Pen. Yeah, I got to stop fidgeting to. I didn't even tell you, you guys. You got a talking to? I got a talking to. You got a talking to. Oh, it's always stop good to hear. fidgeting talking to. Anyway, is there a bet that you believe that people, everyone out there is just wrong on for the Super Bowl? No, not wrong, but I, I, I would say this. There are bets people make that are really bad vet, bets in terms of value. Tell us. To bet the safety, to bet overtime, to bet the missed extra point or three of them. The books know those are coming. So you'll have true odds. I'll start with overtime. The the percentage chance of going to overtime, if they were to price it accurately, that should be 15 to 1. You should get 15 to 1 or better, and that's a value play if you like the game to go to overtime. Books will deal 11 to 1 or 12 to 1. You're not getting a good price. It's like buying a car, right? This car's worth $10,000. Well, if you're paying 12000 for it, it's not a good deal. If you pay 8000 for it, it is a good deal. That's how you look at sports betting. And those specific props are ones people love, and then they end up getting ripped off a little bit. That said, I kind of like overtime a little bit at 12 to 1. Wow. A little bit, just a little bit. Wow. A little bit. It's a fun wager. The other one is the coin toss. Everyone wants to play the coin toss. Don't lay juice on the coin toss. Coin toss is 50 50, right? Even money bet. If the book is charging you minus 105, minus 110, you're getting ripped off there. Just a little PSA. But hasn't it been tails three years in a row? It feels like heads is due. I just, just like you and Ruth. You and Ruth did the casino. Did you? Heads is due. I know it's 50 Smalls walking through the casino, sees the roulette table. It's like eight reds in a row. I have a feeling black is coming I'm up here. <laughs> same percentage odds every time. That is why that board is there. It is there to trick your mind. It's the same spin every time in terms of percentages. Joe, last week you were on. You said you liked the first half spread for the Kansas City Chiefs because Kyle Shanahan tightens up in these moments. Yeah. Do you still feel that way? And how do you think that will actually bear itself out in the game in its totality? I like that one. Um, I also think you could play uh, the first half features more points than the second half. That's minus 120. Kansas City unders in the second half this year, 18-2. and two. 20 games. The second half under has come in 18 times. It's been something everyone's been following these last few weeks. It was 24.5. It went down to 23.5. So you can see where the market's going there. I do like the idea of the Chiefs starting a little bit faster here. Coming out, they've been on the big stage before. They've been in the stadium before playing the Raiders. They understand what this week is all about. Mahomes in Baltimore couldn't have been more calm and composed, right? Mm-hmm. They, they were going up against the biggest, baddest defense, the crowd noise. They're not going to have that problem here. It's going to be a split crowd, worst-case scenario. Purdy, I think Shanahan's game plan will be solid. Wouldn't surprise me if I lost this bet, but I do lean Kansas City first half. Joe, I want to know if there's anything in your notes there that explains if it's a bad bet to bet against Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> just, just in its simplest form, is it a bad bet to bet against this guy? Well, I mean, I had a lot on the Ravens two weeks ago, so yeah, I'm like, I'm like the poster child for this because I've been my head has been swimming trying to figure out who I want to take on the side for two weeks because of that game. Mm. Bad bet to go against him historically, yeah. I mean, let's take a look. As an underdog, he's extremely profitable in the playoffs. Extremely profitable throughout the history of his career. Extremely. Profitable profitable and yet the guys who do this for a living have san francisco as a favorite right like what does that tell you exactly right? now if that was a bad number that they hung what does that tell you explain that because we've been debating this yeah, all week totally. about the underdog it's the least 
sexy answer you'll ever get. Everyone's been looking for this answer, and when I give it, everyone's just like, ugh, that sucks. That's nothing. <laughs> um, it's power rankings. That's it. They have a power number. Bookmakers assign a number to each team, and then they put those numbers against each other, and they figure out the spread. For example, you probably have a power ranking for San Francisco of 96. Kansas City's power ranking is 94, two-point spread. That's how you get it. Now, what you'll do is you'll factor Why? in. I didn't know that, so that actually is not boring. I, That's not you, boring to you? I didn't know that either. I didn't know that. that. You also like the same notepads as me, the same yeah. pens as yeah. me, yeah. so yeah. we got all that stuff yeah. in common. Oh. Wow, he just left you out there. Oh, I didn't even see wow. that. I was looking at Cece. Wow. It's okay, that was painful for wow. me to watch. <laughs> get that replay. Credit, oh, to you two, that replay. credit to you two immediately oh, making oh, a thing out of that. He was looking the other way. I was looking at Cece because I thought I was handing it off. So it happened with Emmett Smith, who was on with us yesterday, and then it's happening with Joe Fortenbaugh today. Wow. Wow. It's it's a power rating. That's yeah. it. They have a power rating. And then what they'll do is they'll tweak in, um, you know, does one team have more rest than the other? They'll bring in the injury component. They'll bring in the travel component. But you don't have any of that here. Everyone's got two weeks to get ready. Mm-hmm. You factor in the injuries. But that's how you get your number. They put it up. And if it's wrong, they'll find out very quickly with the professional money that comes in. Hasn't I, been wrong. I think this is fascinating. I got to be honest. You're on with us every week. You do a great job sometimes. Uh, this is <laughs> this is the most interesting thing that I've ever – I never knew in gambling that this is how the books did it. That's it. It's very cold and calculating. There's no emotion. There's no emotion at all. So they hang that number. You see it go down as low as one. We did see Kansas City money there grabbing the two, pushes it back. San Francisco money, the sharpest Niner money, came in at one, one and a half. Moved it back up to two, two and a half, and now we wait. And that we just wait means to see what the happens. power ranking differential is what that is. It, it, it's the differential for the guys who are betting it. Yeah. So, like, the book will have the differential at two, and then you'll have sharp guys. Like, Billy Walters. Has anyone here heard of Billy Walters? Yeah, I've heard the name. Famous, legendary gambler. Uh, Phil Mickelson, they were all tied up together. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah, a lot of that yeah, stuff. Yeah. He's got a book out now. He's on Radio Row. He's been talking about it. He's going to bet half a million to a mil on this game. He likes the Chiefs. He's playing the Chiefs. He's a legendary gambler. He has the number Kansas City minus two. So he's got a four-point discrepancy here. So that's how this works. These pros, they have their models, and then the books have their models. And when the numbers are off, they bet it. They're not looking at jerseys. They're not looking at coaches. They're not talking about Purdy's legacy like we are. They're looking at numbers. And when the number's off, they're betting it. So Walters sees this game off by four points. He's firing on Kansas City. Joe, i got to ask you a question beyond the numbers in the sports handicapping aspect of it. When you look at this game— is there a path to victory for the San Francisco 49ers that doesn't involve a big game from Brock Purdy? Yeah, the, the rushing attack. I think you could have, and this would be the worst-case scenario for Monday because it would devalue Purdy, but it would be Purdy in the game manager role, okay. right? A lot of running the ball. Exactly what Baltimore should have done but didn't do. Get McCaffrey involved. I think Debo's going to have a nice game here, especially in the running game as well. His rushing prop was 13.5 yards, immediately bet up to 16.5. Wow. Guys jumped okay. on him immediately. He's going to be a guy plus 170 to score a touchdown. Those are very popular plays. Look for Debo to have a big game here. But if you come out and you're the Niners and you establish the run and you keep the run going and you have that success, you're not playing from behind. You're not going to put the ball in Birdie's hands in the second half against Detroit and make him go win it. Doesn't mean he can't do it, but there is a way where if the defense steps up to an extent and they're able to run the ball and control the clock, they've got a spot where he won't have to have a big game. Look at Buffalo's game. Baltimore uh, In that playoff game against Kansas City, Buffalo held the ball for like 37 minutes. They did. Yeah. Kansas City looked great, but they limited what Mahomes could do. Joe, before we let you get out yeah. of here, I need a wink-wink play. I came in here with like 20 plays, and like we're finally getting to some of the action. Just, I, here I am. Sorry, you question. were actually interesting. 
Uh, a, a true wink wink would be to tell you to take the Pelicans tonight against the Lakers. Oh. Something that has nothing to do with anything, which I'll I would bet. That. Which okay. I would bet. I'd absolutely <laughs> bet that. It's a Laker yeah. f- oh, not into that. It's a Laker fan. I would bet that. I'd bet it. It's a situational thing. Uh, the Pelicans were off. They're very hot right now. And the Pelicans are one of the best first half teams in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I would say your wink winks. I'm going to give you a couple here. Okay. I'm ready. Kyle Juszczyk. I think he's in this game. Over half a reception. Over three and a half receiving yards. Now, first off, imagine the sweat from this game, from this bet. You're going to sit there watching check every time he's on the field. Please, God, throw him one pass. First drive. Yeah. First drive. Get him the ball <laughs> right away drive. so we can win those bets. <laughs> but, yeah, I like Juszczyk, uh over half a reception, over three and a half receiving yards. Uh, Brock Purdy over 11 and a half rushing yards. Feels low considering the kid was rolling wow. the run in the last yeah. two games. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, an easy one. And I think sure. you're going to see him take off in this game. Remember, Kansas City very good against the pass. When in doubt, just tuck it and run. Go make a play like you did in the NFC Championship game. Well done. Joe Fortenbaugh. This is the best appearance he's ever had. Amazing. Go ahead, the, Go ahead the best, Probably the best host in all of ESPN Radio. <laughs> probably wow. in history, honestly. Noon to 3 Eastern. Tune this in. whole thing is just... This, this, this is, is great. wonderful. We're on Sportsmanlike so presented by Progressive Insurance. Jeez. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. This is a challenge. Challenge. This is ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. All right, guys. We've done pretty well. Postseason-wise, we're 7-5. and five. We're tied with Freddie and Harry. We're one back of Amber and Ian mm-hmm. in the postseason for the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. We're right there. We're right there. The Niners are favored by one and a half. What are we going to do? How are we going to win this thing? What total are we going to give? I believe the Niners are going to win this game. I would pick the Niners minus one and a half. CC, what are you going to do? I'm taking the 49ers, and I'm going to lay the point and a half. I think they take care of business. 
I think it becomes a run-after-catch game for Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey as a receiver out of the backfield. Also look for Kyle Juszczyk and George Kittle to play a role as well in that. But, yeah, I think it's a 49ers win, and it's because of their offense and their skill position players being as dominant as they have been all regular season long. I think we actually see that play, bear itself out in this matchup. So I'm overruled because I wanted to pick the Chiefs. So it's two versus one. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, what, well, what's the extra hmm there for? Now I want to su- know what I'm that is about. I'm a little about. surprised that both of you would be so ready to bet against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not betting against Mahomes and the Chiefs. I'm betting for the Niners. There's a difference in my mind. Yeah. Because I've picked the Niners for months. So it was regardless of opponent that I, I was going to stick to that pick. Well, here's the thing. I, I think it's imperative that the 49ers get out to a fast start. And Brock Purdy talking about it all week long makes me feel confident that they're actually going to do that. I, I think settling him into the game early is going to be key. And I think that's even something that Kyle Shanahan can't mess up because you're going to script the first 15. And they've been working on that script for the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the 49ers, during the regular season, they've got 10 opening drive touchdowns this season. So 10 opening drive touchdowns this season. I think that is absolutely critical to them dictating the complexion of the game to keep the pressure off of not only Brock Purdy, but the pressure off of Kyle Shanahan, who has been known to turn into a pumpkin in the biggest games of his coaching career. So it's easy for players and teams to say we need to get off to a fast start. How do you actually do that? Because they're like, oh, yeah, we score a touchdown. Okay, yeah, great. Everybody wants to score a touchdown. How do you actually ensure we're going to get off to a fast start? What do you need to do? It's simple. You execute at a higher level than the opponent. That's, that's, that's what it I'm is. I'm saying are there different play calls? Are you doing things differently? You know, getting a guy settled in could be easier throws. Well, it's case-by-case basis. It's not one-size-fits-all because the opponent is going to dictate a lot of it. The looks that your opponent gives you, you're going to have to have counters. You're going to have to have answers for. But it's easy to dictate the terms of engagement by using some of the quick game, utilizing some quick snaps, moving the pocket, quick throws, three steps, all of those things factor into it. But again, it's based on the looks that the defense presents you and being able to take advantage of that as an offense. And I think it's absolutely critical that the 49ers do that because you know that Steve Spagnola is a defensive coordinator that likes to play offense with his defense. Mm-hmm. He likes to be aggressive. He likes to come after you. And you're going to have to have answers for when he brings five- and six-man pressures. And I think Kyle having answers for Brock early in the game and allowing them to score, is is a, is a it presents an opportunity for them to make sure that they're not playing offense on their heels. All right, we need to have a total points pick. Right, The tiebreaker would be total points. Because right now, again, in the standings, we're one behind Amber and Ian. We are tied with Freddie and Harry. We need a tiebreaker, just in case. Points for the game. What do we want the score to be? I got 27-23 Niners. Ooh, okay. I went a little higher. I was thinking more of a 34-28 type game. Mm. See, I, I, my lean is lower than that. My lean would be more of 24-21. Not by much. Like 24-21, 21-17. Mm. So I don't know why. I feel like it's going to be a lower scoring game. than we Well, let's just split the difference. Because if you went high and I went low, go to the middle. So 27-23 Niners. 27-23 And the over-under for the game is? 47 and a half. So we have the over yeah. and Niners, one and a half, 27-23. 50, 50 points? Yeah, is that 27 points? Yeah. yeah 50 points. <laughs> just making sure. Just making sure. I was told there would be no math involved. Same, same. Yeah. By the way, I wanted to point out one other thing that happened today uh, while we're here in Bristol. 
um, the makeup team told me that I look deep fried. What the <laughs> heck does that mean? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure <laughs> out what that it means. It ain't nothing good. I, I didn't it anticipate that it meant that it was something good. You, you, look, deep, you look deep fried. <laughs> what does that mean exactly? Were, when somebody um, is told they look deep fried. You were glistening a little bit. Are you sure that's what it meant? Yeah. I think they were saying that you were underneath our amazing television lights and maybe you were perspiring a bit. So underneath the heat of the lighting, you mm. looked a little deep fried. Okay, that's the nice kind. Give me the real answer. What is No, it I think she's right. You look like one of the McDonald's fries coming up out of the grease. That's what they say. Just glistening <laughs> a little. How, how could that I look like saying? a McDonald's That's fry what they say. How is that even possible? You know, the grease is popping oh, off yeah. of the fries. You know where they just pull it out? Yeah. It looks appealing. Yeah, exactly. So I wouldn't take it as a diss. You glisten. Oh, boy. You glisten. All right. Um. You could say a Krispy Kreme donut, too. They, they what, what is they happening? They what is happening? When they got the hot now sign the on. The fresh icing. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Pat Costello, what does looking fresh deep glazed? fried mean glazed in your eyes? donut. Oh, yeah. I think Canty nailed it. That it looked like a McDonald's fry? Yeah. <laughs> with the grease hanging off of me. Yeah. Wonderful. This wouldn't awesome. happen on Carlin versus Joe. Let me tell you. They would not oh, have here we go. Right. Here we go. Let, I want to do one other thing here because we have Candy's Best Bet coming up on Sportsmanlike Moments coming up. Let's throw a curveball. Something that could happen in this game that would make us think like, wow, I didn't I didn't see that one coming. Is there a curveball at all? A player that we haven't mentioned, a scenario that we haven't mentioned that maybe possibly like I love what what Joe gave us, Fortinball gave us about Kyle Yuschek. Like, cause I I think he's a great player. Is there a curveball that we could throw with this Super Bowl? Anything out there that you would look at? Like I, I, they're not going to do it, but the activation of Sky of um, Kadarius Tony would be the biggest curveball ever. I know they're not going to do it, but you get what I'm saying. Is there a curveball? Hmm. I talked to Stash, who is the biggest Kansas City Chiefs fan. He's a weekend producer here at ESPN Radio, and he said he wouldn't let Kadarius Tony anywhere near the field, and he would question whether he should actually be in the stadium. Wow. I agree like, with that. Like, like, I, I'm surprised I, I they even brought I him. I can't let him in. Well, they didn't take him to the conference championship game. Yeah, I, I would. I don't know why approach. they just didn't keep that pushing. Hey, bro, you can go ahead and go on home. You can go ready, uh, Cancun on three. Like you can go ahead and take. <laughs> you can go ahead and take it to your offseason plans, dog. We don't need you. Trickery, we'll, we'll maybe. Mail, we'll mail you a ring when we win it. Yeah. yeah all right. We'll, we'll mail it to we you. We got you your have, address. We're gonna have one. There yeah. you go. Congratulations. Yeah. You, Case, you were on the team. KC trickery. Someone else throws a pass outside of Mahomes. Maybe Kelsey. Maybe they use that play that they were. Act, well, it wasn't a play. It was an uh, an ad lib that that um, Kelsey did with obviously Kadarius Tony in that game earlier this season. Is there anything that you look at a name that we have? Not Noah Gray, the tight end for the Chiefs. Give me somebody. Give me an out of left field. I could see Isaiah Pacheco throwing a pass. Okay, I like this. I I could see Isaiah Pacheco throwing a pass. Like a Tebow jump pass kind of thing near the goal line. No, no, no. Like on a toss play. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And and I could see him, like they toss it to him and he tucks it like he's going to run and then he ends up throwing it over the top. I could absolutely see that That from Isaiah Pacheco. You know, Andy Reid has that fun stuff in the Super Bowl. Oh, he's got something dialed up. He's got all of that stuff, yeah. Coming up, uh, we will get into the unsportsmanlike moment of the day, the best bet. Also, you can tune into NBA Action Sunday, Heat and the Celtics, presented by Indeed. Obviously, that's the game that everybody's going to be focusing on on Sunday. And by that, I mean me. Coverage begins at 1.30 <laughs> p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We're unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. All right, time to win some money. Canty's best bet. I'm talking dollar bill, y'all. We're chasing that bag, y'all. Of the night. <laughs> so parlay hit last night. Lakers Nuggets under 233.5 points. They scored a combined 220. And Jokic over 10.5 boards. He got 13. So you made some money last night if you played the better tonight. The better tonight is simple. And no, we're not going with the Pelicans over my Lakers tonight, like Joe Fortenbaugh said. We're just going to go with the big game. It's our last football Friday. Yes. So I feel like we got to do the football season respect, make the best play tonight, the Super Bowl. And it's simple for me, 49ers to win the game. 49ers on the money line. Mm. Let's go. We survived a terrible, terrible moment in our history. The most unsportsmanlike moment of the day. That was terrible. Was not a great look. All right, we got a lot of choices here for our most, our most unsportsmanlike moments of the day, guys. Uh, I could break down the entire NBA trade uh, deadline yesterday, but I'll, I'll um, save you from me doing that. But there was something that was fascinating. So Pat Bev, Pat Beverly, was on the uh, 76ers yesterday. He gets traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. He was literally doing his podcast, Pat Bev podcast, and he gets the call, gets traded, and then he has a conversation. He FaceTimes Malik Beasley, who's on the box who we played with with the Lakers, and this conversation happened. So we playing in Denver, and I hit Daryl Morey with the, hey, I'm getting traded. You know. No, not you. No, of course not. So he's a liar. Oh. <laughs> What you got to think? You feel me? Like, you know, it's probably a bigger move that's about to happen. The uncertainty if, you know, you want to win right now. You know, a player like me, I want to win right now. So, and I get a chance to be with Doc, too. And my coach, Rex. Ooh, it's lit. It's lit. It's lit. I can't wait. Um, so, yeah, so that so was, you want to win right now and you're excited about going with Doc Rivers? Well, there's a couple of things here. <laughs> I'm so, uh, huh? Well, he's calling Daryl Morey a Excuse liar, me? right? Excuse me. What's going on there? There was also there was also one where he was FaceTiming um with Malik Beasley and 
I don't know if this has, is what happens when guys get traded, but he literally says, hey, who else is on the team? And Malik Beasley's like, like that you mess with, that you know? He's like, yeah. And, like, it was just fascinating because Pat Bev is such a smart NBA guy but was asking, like, who else am I going to be friends with on the team? Is that how – like, do you when you went from team to team, you only made two, uh, three stops, two different uh, moves – did you would you call people like all right who am I going to be friends with in that spot? No, I mean it's it's a small fraternity. I mean the NBA is even smaller, yeah. so I mean I'm surprised that Pat Bev would say something like that. But yeah, I mean professional sports it's a fraternity, and the yeah. NFL is 2,000 active players, so you pretty much know everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the size of a high school, right? right. But I was just amazed, like all right, who, who can I? mess with on the team. He's like, oh, you know this guy, you know that guy. And he's like, well, I got to get my relationship right with Dame because we've had beef in the past. Pat Bev, every team he joins, he has beef with somebody from the yeah. past that he's got to get his relationship Which I right. love, by the way. I love the fact that Pat Bev does not make any friends when he's on the court. But that has to be such a weird feeling. Imagine you're on a team, you get ingratiated with everybody, things are really clicking, and then you get moved. I mean, imagine if all of a sudden after today they said, hey, Canty, you're going to Carlin versus Joe. And you're like, okay, well. Great idea. Okay. <laughs> well, that's when, the when, thing. when is that show, Pat? When is the show? Uh, noon to 3 Eastern every day, uh, every weekday on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app series, XM Channel 80. Got it. That's okay. the thing. It's Great like I podcast. always say, you know, when you sign up, like, can't he sign up to play in the NFL for 32 teams? Not just the teams he signed up for, because at any given point, they could have traded you somewhere else. And the contract is honored by another team. Now, by the way, Pat Bev uh, played with the Milwaukee Bucks, with a teammate, Robin Lopez, for an hour and 45 minutes. Robin Lopez, <laughs> R.O. Lopez, 42, tweeted, I enjoyed being teammates with Pat Beverly for all of an hour and 45 minutes. I'll never forget those times, okay? Now, here's the, here's the so catch to this. So Robin so Lopez is on the Bucks. He gets traded to the Kings. Basically, the Bucks give the Kings incentive to take on the contract. The Kings immediately waive him. Well, he never goes to Sacramento. Instead, he's in Milwaukee where his brother's on the team. And during the game, he sits courtside reading a book, watching his former team. It's just the most amazing thing I have ever seen in my life. He's just there reading a book. Can you imagine that? You get traded from one team to the other. The next team cuts you. You never actually go there, so you show up to the game. There were two guys who were traded yesterday that showed up to other games because we saw Spencer Dinwiddie show up to the Knicks and Mavs games because he gets traded from the Nets to the Raptors, and then they're going to waive him, and he may go to the Mavs. Unbelievable, weird, unbelievably weird day in the NBA in that regard yesterday. We also had the, um, the NFL honors yesterday, mm-hmm. and Keegan-Michael Key... <laughs> Was the host. Yeah. Great comedian, actor, whatever. So funny. Well, uh, he had this to say about Taylor Swift. My understanding is that Taylor Swift is in Tokyo right now. No, no the only people farther from the Super Bowl are the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's... I may be pathetic. I find great. that insanely funny. That I, I, like, I like that joke. That was great. Now, I'm curious. Was him wearing that oversized suit a part of the bit that he was doing hosting last night? I'm just, Uh-oh. I don't know. I mean, it just, I, I knew that he kind of parachuted down, but I didn't know that he was actually forced to wear a parachute while doing the show. So you didn't like the look? No, I mean, did, did anybody? <laughs> did anybody like that look? Like, like, I mean, I don't even know if his mama would have liked that look. I'm just saying. Just saying. Just put it out there. Did he really wear that big of a suit? Yeah, it was a little. It, was, it wasn't. It was. It was ill-fitting. I'll put it to you that way. It was an ill-fitting suit. Mm, right. Ill-fitting suit. Yeah. He did kind of look like he was getting drafted in the NBA in like 2006. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where they got where they got the Steve Harvey collection, where the jacket goes down to your knees. 
We need one final update before we hand it off to Greeny. Yeah. Okay, Smalls is going with her friends to a Super Bowl party. Yes. And making the sheet pan nachos and the buffalo chicken dip, right? Correct, correct. My wife and kids and my whole family, we were invited to a Super Bowl party in our town. I'm choosing to not go. Great people, but I'm not going. I'm going to watch alone. My wife and kids are going. There's one person who is still uncertain about what his setup is going to be on Sunday. Yes. That is you, Mr. Kent. I am uncertain. Do we have any update? Do we have a status no, no, update? Are no you update, questionable, no doubtful? Was, what are we doing? was just check, texting with the wife. No yes. update as of yet. There right. is the possibility of people coming over. Now, it's not going to be a big party. Mm-hmm. It would probably only be a couple of other couples that would be in the building watching it with us. Right. Um, but here's why I can't push back. Right. Because I know I'm going to order pizza from my favorite spot. I'm going to order wings from my favorite spot. Mm-hmm. But the wifey is also going to make some food because it is Sunday, and she has a thing about making Sunday dinners. And you love and that. And so I don't want to exclude myself from whatever she is making. Yep. So I'm kind of at her whims or at, you know, kind of at her, at her mercy on what yeah. she wants to do. So I can't really push back on that. I don't know, and I probably won't know until Sunday morning. But I'm okay with that because I also know that she's going to feed me good. Just the and that's three a big of a, part of why I married just, her in the first place. Just the three yeah. of us talking here. What's just, up? Nobody can hear us. Don't I'm worry gonna, about uh, it. Okay. What, yeah. do you, what do you want this scenario to be? What do you, do you mean? want people to come over? I can't say that. I can't say that because if I say that I want people to come over, then she'll feel pressure to invite people over. If I say that I don't yeah. want people to come over and she invites people over, then they're going to feel like they're unwanted guests. Okay, how about, so how about I can't, this? I can't answer that question. Why is Evan trying to do this to I'm teammate? asking You're a question. bad teammate. I am a great bad teammate. I'm deep fried. <laughs> oh, my God. Tough <laughs> position to put CC in yeah, right exactly. now. No, I'm no. Okay, is You're there being a, a bad teammate? Is there a max number of people you'd want to come to? The I can't. I, I, again, I cannot answer this question. What's with this guy? Today? I cannot answer this question. I'm trying to keep. Listen, man, you heard a happy wife, happy life. Yes. I'm just trying to keep home happy. That's right. That's it. That's all Smart I want. Man. I want peace when I go home. Happy wife, can't happy wait to, life. Can't wait to sleep in my bed again, though. Oh, I can't, can't wait. wait can't either. wait. I actually named my bed. It's named Berta. Berta. <laughs> bet Berta. Yeah. Berta. Berta treat me real good. You named your bed? Yeah, Berta. it's amazing. Berta. It's a Tempur-Pedic bed. It's absolutely amazing. How did you land on Berta? I need uh, to know the story. Because she's, she's sturdy. She's sturdy. She she cuddles me. I mean, listen, I'm a pretty good cuddler, but the way Berta cuddles me, it's just I got to be honest. I, okay, now I, got, I have, to say, I have to say something. So I can lift it up and no, watch no, no, TV No, no, you got to stop. You've got to stop. Berta is amazing. I'm asking you to stop. <laughs> we all could use my mom's My amazing. mom's name is Roberta. You have to stop this now. Berta I can't is think Berta, about this any Berta further. Berta is phenomenal. I'm, no, Berta, stop it. Berta is great in bed. How many people are showing up to your house? You don't want anybody there. We're going to do this. You gotta stop this. Berta. This is my mom. Berta. 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 Oh. Dependable. No, I can't I, wait, I I can't wait to that. jump on Berta when I get back to New York City. I'm gonna City. throw something at you. I can't wait for it. I cannot wait. Me and Berta go have a party. All the guys like Berta. Oh, oh love her. Love her. Love her. She's the best. Never lets you down. <laughs> Never lets you down. <laughs> I, like I said, I think we could all use a Berta. We could all use a Berta. I'm have telling her. you. I know, I know. Every night, every night I have her. <laughs> Love Berta. Can I go to Carlin versus Joe too? As a reminder, you can tune into Carlin versus Joe noon to three Eastern on ESPN Radio. And who's the bad teammate now? Uh, My let's God. go, Brock Purdy and the 49ers. Last football Friday of the year. Let's Purdy. go. Purdy Brockin' all night long. We are on to a Monday. Greedy coming up next. We're on Sportsmanlike, presented by 
Progressive Insurance. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.